Welcome back to the podcast on everything NFL Super Bowl preview. Um, this is the last in the installment of the NFL podcast that me and Zahid have been doing. So Zahid is back yep. to send us off properly. We're going to go over all things NFL related going up to the Super Bowl that we have not covered, like the AFC, NFC Championship games, do some really cool prop bets going on that we're going to try to do some predictions on. Should be a, you know, it's been a crazy month of football, I would say, at the least, you know, with all the things going on with the games. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of things happening with, you know, rule, possible rule changes, referee, and, you know, the whole deal. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we're going to just recap all the things that happened, kind of go over the uh, Super Bowl. Um, so right now, Zahid, I am in a Julius Peppers uniform. And I, you saw that when you came in, you're like, what the hell? I know, I was kind of surprised. <laughs> I was like, you uh, you doing those, uh, what, kids nowadays is pick and choose teams? And then uh, then you told me that uh, Peppers is finally retiring. That's a, it's a long career, I would say. You you, you always loved him as a player, so yeah. I give you that. Even, you, you know, even though he switched around different teams, he always, uh, you know, he always produced and, you know, you, you had reasons to, you know, like him as a UNC fan. Yeah, and I was telling my buddy like, when I saw that he retired, I was like, damn, man, he's awesome. He played 17 years. That's a, a For a lineman, <laughs> that's the wear and tear you get from being a defensive end. Um, that's insane. That's insane. He moved around a lot in the line. Like, when he played for the Bears and um, played for the Packers, I, I feel like he played many positions. So that's probably how he kept himself in shape and, you know, not, like, kill, you know, hurting himself as much yeah so um we got a whole bunch of his stats up we're not going to say them all Mm -hmm. but he was fourth in career sacks sadly they only did sacks until like the 80s or they started i think in 82 yeah so we can't like say all time yeah you may have the best of all time who may have had hundreds of sacks we don't know but it's weird that they never recorded that uh back in the days um but you know um strahan and all them um you could say are the best, uh, you know, defensive ends who are going to put pressure. But, you know, you don't know if the fridge and, you know, I don't even know, um, mean Joe Green from the 70s um, had more, you know, sacks. But Peppers was always around the quarterback. Um, every, you know, every year he was high on sacks and, um, you know, he nine-time Pro Bowler. That's, you know, amazing records. I think he'll be a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's just two stats that I thought were really interesting. One of my buddy told me yesterday, because um, we're big UNC fans, and he's like, yeah, he's the only player to ever make it to a Final Four and a Super Bowl. He lost them both. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But it is, play, that's a really cool stat to be a part of. He that, did play basketball. I, I forgot. He was like a multi-sports yeah. uh, player in uh, college. But, yeah, um, yeah. He, who did he win the Super Bowl with? Uh, Chicago? He went with Carolina. He did go with Carolina. That's right. And he should have went with Green Bay. Well, and then they blew it against Seattle. I think we. So talk- he, only, he only went to one in his 17 years. We always talked about um, not Chicago, Green Bay's Green downfalls Bay. and how Aaron Rodgers overrated. And I think this year will be sidetracking, but this year will be a telltale about if he's the quarterback that we all think he is. Yeah, but the the only last that I wanted to mention about Peppers was he came out and just dominated. He played 12 games in his first year. He got suspended for for um, steroids. Yeah. 
So, but he recorded 12 sacks, five forced fumbles, and an interception. <laughs> like, he came out, he was like, holy shit, this That's, guy's a beast. It's crazy. And I, then they double-teamed him for, like, the rest of his career. I totally forgot but, that he played briefly with Reggie White, because Reggie White at the end played uh, for Carolina. And that, that might have helped him out a lot, because, you know, Reggie's yeah. probably one of the best ever in NFL. Yeah. And just to pick his brain probably helped uh, Peppers out in his long term. Yeah, I, 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 mean, he had, I think he had a good head on his shoulders to begin with. Yeah. But being with one of the best, that always help helps. You. Yeah. yeah, it's going to help you. Yeah. Unless you're Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> <laughs> then it just backfires. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any ego between those two. No, like I don't remember him like dancing and doing all the crazy stuff. No. Um, so yeah, good guy. Left the NFL. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, so let's move on. We talked about the championship game from college. Yeah, that was it. And we both predicted Alabama. We were both wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to say Clemson, but I didn't want to be the idiot to say Clemson based on my dislike of Alabama. Yeah, no one likes Alabama. (laughs) Alabama got spanked in the game. Um, That was a horrible game to watch. I I tuned in, like, I'm not a big college football fan, but I'll watch certain games, and I'll definitely watch the uh, finals. So I was working, so I came home late, and I was like, all right, let me turn the TV on. And it was already a blowout in the second quarter. I'm like, what is this? And every time uh, Alabama had the ball, I mean, their offense looked like they couldn't move the ball. When they did, they turned the ball over every time. And they go back and forth with those two quarterbacks. That doesn't help the offense at all. So they pretty much shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, my takeaway from this was Nick Saban knew he had to put up points in like mm. like five minutes left in the first when they couldn't stop Clemson mm. and he was going for it on fourth down on zone like thirty five. Yeah. yeah, he was making crazy calls. Yeah, I think then he knew Clemson was going to be putting up a lot of points and if he didn't keep up then, mm-hmm. it was going to get blown. And he did keep up for that <laughs> for for a few times, but and then it just I mean that and the first uh, first time was what. Uh, 30, 31, 31 to 16. 16. Yeah. And then Allen didn't even score in the second half, which is, you know, if you're that desperate of a team, like, what do you, like, are you, you know, there was too many turnover that didn't help them out at all. Yeah, like, um, I think they went up for a few fake field goals, yep. too, and fourth, fourth downs near the goal line. Like, they knew they had to put up a lot yeah. of points. <laughs> Uh, at at the end of the half, and I mean, I just like that uh, the arrogance of Nick Saban is like you know finally caught up to him, and now he's getting yeah. his ass getting kicked. And, <laughs> but, but but the thing is, Trevor Lawrence, he was a freshman quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like Sometime. how like yeah, how good is he going to become? <laughs> that well, he just let it. <laughs> he made he made a a quarterback leave the program to go to another place. Yeah, exactly, because they he's gonna he was gonna start as a freshman. That's crazy. Yeah, um, and it's like, well, obviously they made the right decision by having him. Yeah, because they won the championship, yeah. not by a little bit, by a by lot. A lot. <laughs> by I twenty-eight mean, points. I would like, say next year is his last year, and he's going to go to the draft probably if he plays a full season. Yeah, I think he's going to try to do the minimum. Minimum. Yeah, two years, and then go to the draft. Because I mean, if I, I mean nowadays, like um, I, I believe we we're talking about last episode. If you're a high uh, player who's going to get picked high, why, why would you risk an injury in the last couple of games to, you know, um, play in a bowl game or a playoff game? Like, if I'm if, – if my body's invested for a mil- couple million dollars and I'm going to put uh, – and I'm going to – like, that's the reason I'm going to pl- not play at a college game at the end of the year where I could get hurt and all that money is gone, basically – so for Trevor Lawrence, I'll play the two-year minimum, 
and then I'll just uh, declare to the draft and, you know, get what I could get at that mm-hmm. point. What's crazy is when you're mentioning this, I thought of college basketball because Scottie Pippen and some others have come out and said Zion Williamson, Williamson mm-hmm. the, is the number one pick. Like, there's no button Already, about it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, he needs to stop playing right now. Yeah, the Kyrie he, did. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, like his stock is only going to go down or he's going to get hurt. Yeah. And just start training with profe- like ex-professionals. Yeah, exactly. I would stuff. just, like, yeah. Because... Because they know what he's going to do, exactly. So just let him, just so do he, it now. He had a, he fulfilled, yeah. fulfilled his requirement of going to college for and, a semester, yeah. and that's all you know. Yeah, he proved that he is yeah. a top pick. Yeah, so <laughs> he played twenty games, and that should be enough. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I heard. I mean, not to stray away from NFL, but um, the G League might get give high school players the chance to play in G League and then be eligible for the draft afterwards. Which is a, you know, I think, like, NBA is finally understanding, like, these players are don't want to go to college. Why are we forcing them to go to college mm-hmm. and wasting educational money on people who doesn't want to study? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they don't want to go to college because sports became such a big business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That there's no need to. If they already know they're going to make $50 million, why well, do I need to go to college and hold all $50 million it, uh, and possibly lose it and yeah. get hurt? Like and now the bowl players like Sean, Christian McCaffrey. Yep, he was a big guy. He yep. said, "I'm not going to play in the yeah. in the bowl game," and he yeah. he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, it, what Bosa from Ohio State? He sat himself out after the third game. He's like, "Yeah, I'm just going to get ready for the draft," and he's going to be the top five pick. So I don't blame blame those kids. Like, yeah, if I had that talent, I would make sure that my body is right for uh, you know, the NFL. To make as much money as I can. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting in the next, even the next decade, what college is going to do. Yeah. About this, it's going to be a new shift. Exactly, yeah. Like, what's going to happen? If they play the players, Mm -hmm. but it's not a lot of money, Mm -hmm. they're still going to be like, whatever, I can. And do you think NFL cares uh, to see extra five games of a player that they already know is good? (laughs) Like, no. Like, if they see the talent from high school to, like, the first year in college, that talent's not going to go away. Only thing that's going to happen is if the the player gets hurt, that and the talent's going to deteriorate. You know. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean, the final. I mean, I all, I'm an advocate of like a elite eight instead of a four. So when they start doing that, I'll start watching more college football games because right now it's just the same four teams every year, same three teams every year. Then you have a fringe team coming in <laughs> and who loses in the uh, you know final four anyway. Like Notre Dame this yeah. year, uh, Washington a couple of years yeah, exactly. ago. They just get blown out. They're blown out, so it doesn't then, really matter. Yeah, yeah. And just uh, you know, it's not interesting anymore for me. Yeah. So I also forgot to mention, but on this podcast, we put out um, to all the listeners if they want to call in during this podcast, they can call in. Yeah. So we'll see if anyone ends up calling in. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, sh- sh- sharing what they want. Um, it would be interesting to see how many people call in, it, but uh, you know, if no one calls, I'm not hurt. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> I'll, I have more time to talk than, you know, I like me talking. <laughs> yeah, so so let's get to the Super Bowl and how we ha- how we got here. So we're going to go over the AFC Championship game, 37-31 overtime victory by the Patriots. Yeah. I, mean, um, I, I remember saying the Patriots were the best team in that division. I still didn't think so. I I think they know how to win, and that's why they're here. But uh, I mean, uh, Kansas City came back and scored 24 in the fourth. Yeah, it was... Uh, and made it a really interesting game. But I, they could have snuck away. I did not realize they did score 24 in the fourth, to be honest. Um, but um, I remember it was all, almost 
two point of a blowout at the first half. And I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those games. And then I kind of like went on. I, it was like a Sunday night, so I didn't watch this a se- beginning of the second half, but I saw the fourth quarter. And I was like, oh, my God, like, can't see this coming back. And Andy Reid's actually making good calls finally in the fourth quarter. And, um, you know, after the Patriots made the, the three-point lead, I was like, oh, that's, it's over. I mean, we've got less than a minute or a minute left, and Andy Reid can drive in the, after two-minute warning. But, hey, they got it. Mahomes drove, drove them towards a field goal, and they got the field goal for yeah. a tie. Yeah, I, I was really pissed off they didn't try one more time for the end zone with yeah. 12 seconds left. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can throw an interception and whatever. But you could also win the game. You could also and you know what's going to happen if Tom Brady gets the ball. And in yeah, overtime, he's going to score a touchdown. Exactly. They never so, had a chance to uh, rebuttal because Tom Brady scored a touchdown. I mean, yeah, that happened in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Oh, Super yeah. Bowl 51. With Atlanta, yep. Yeah, and now he's, he's back again. It's like you give I mean, him the ball at the end, he's going to score. And no matter how good Kansas City looked in mm-hmm. that fourth quarter, yeah, it, was, it was within enough for Tom Brady to get a lead, yeah. and then his defense, they kept blowing it, but for most of the game, they were pretty solid. My fear, like, last year when the Eagles played uh, Patriots was, like, if Tom Brady gets a Hail Mary for a touchdown, he'll probably have a two, convert a two-point for a tie, and if it's a tie game going into overtime, we were, we were definitely going to lose <laughs> that game. But um, that's, the you know, Tom Brady, no matter no matter how much I hate Tom Brady, he is the best of all time for, for any court, like, any player in in NFL, I think. Yeah, I had, he surpassed yeah. Montana at this point. Yeah, I I'm not a big fan of Tom Brady, like as a player, mm-hmm. but I respect every accomplishment he's oh, yeah. done. Nine Super Bowls is insane. Is one more than a team that's been doing it for 53 years. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, well, did you? I was looking at the stat uh, right before the AFC Championship game. That was his 13 AFC Championship game. Out of the 17 years he's been playing. <laughs> so basically, there was only four years he did not make a latest championship game. And they were saying, like, out of the 17 or 18 years he's been playing, he made the playoffs 16 times. So he missed one time he missed the playoff in his whole career. And that was right after their first Super Bowl win. Yeah, they had, like, a down year. Down year. But after that, he got hurt one year, so that doesn't count. But after that, he has made every single playoff. And that is crazy to think about that Patriots have been in the playoffs every mm-hmm. single year. And they've been in first. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, 10 straight years yeah. now. And then, yeah, in the AFC Championship game, 8 straight years. Yeah, sure. It's like, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I understand their uh, division sucks. Um, but that's not, I mean, that's not an excuse for the It's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's still an accomplishment, I think, at some sort. Yeah, I I think they've also made the division suck because they're so good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, and at a certain point, I think they, the the other teams are like, well, long as Brady and Belichick's there, we're not going to even have a shot. So they're even probably oh, <laughs> stop trying. At yeah, that's point. some of it. But like, even so, like even the, these seventeen years, mm-hmm. other that's only a handful of teams in the division. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, or in the conference, so he's still beating everybody else. And then once you took Tom, Peyton Manning out of it, <laughs> yeah, just, has just dominating. <laughs> has uh, any of the has. Who was the last uh, team to win a division in, in the AFC East other than the Patriots? Was it Miami? I think it was Miami a, a handful of years ago. Yeah. And then the Jets may have won it right the, before right that. Right before that, yeah. It was like, it was like one Bart or two. Star and, yeah. they, and then they got Rex Ryan. Yeah. And they were good for two years. and then they. But they didn't win stuck. the division, I don't think. What, Sanchez, I want to say they may have won it one time. Maybe like with Sanchez, was probably, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, like, it's crazy how many times they won, won the division. 
how many times they, uh, you know, it's just constant. It's just constantly, uh, you know, their standards are so great. I don't even know how to explain it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you think Kansas City could have done to actually win the game? Uh, to win, to in order to win the game, to in order to win that game, um, Kansas City, I think should have. I, th- it, I don't know. Uh, not having Kareem Hunt didn't help, um, but I don't know. I mean, they try. I, to be honest, they did everything possible to win that game. I, I, I wouldn't. I would not say Andy Reid fucked up that game any way or shape or form. Um, at the beginning, they should have started a little. Fa- you know, keep the pace mm-hmm. up a little bit. I think they expended their, all their energy in the fourth quarter trying to come back, and the defense was way too tired in the overtime to stop Brady at that point. Yeah. So that's the only thing. But I don't I don't know. I mean, it's just Brady being Brady, and he's going to lead your team. Yeah. He has the ball. He's going to win the game. Yeah, I think it might have come down to that guy just being offsides. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you're right about uh, that. Yeah, I heard or, a thing about Andy Reid about that like when he – I think it was Ford was his last name. He came off. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sometimes we're all four inches short. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> oh, Andy. He's a weird uh, coats and everything. But um, I don't I don't know. Um, he, um, yeah, I, I feel bad for Andy Reid. I mean, this is like, that was the sixth AFC champion, championship game, NFC and AFC included. Uh, Five one, with the Eagles, one yeah. with the uh um, Kansas City, and he has one win. That is as bad as the Bills losing four straight Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes to the Bills, and then yeah. he's number two. He's number two, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I I thought I thought that they might have a chance this year, but you know, Brady was moving that ball all over the place all game long. Like they had no shot. Yeah, at I, the end. yeah. I thought once they lost Hunt, yeah, that they were the second best team in that division yeah. in that conference, and. I just had a feeling the Patriots are somehow going to be number one. Yeah. Although the Chargers did, Chargers did make it interesting oh really with what they did. But they, but they pulled a you know shitty game with <laughs> the Patriots. Like that was a bad game to watch. I mean, they I, the fact that they went back to San Diego after Baltimore game and then came back and then came back to New England. That was the worst mistake they made. I think they should have stayed in the Northeast, practiced here. Kind of, you know, got used to the weather and everything, and not travel back and forth. That I think that screwed up the players a lot. Yeah, and they could have paid a college to work out. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That shouldn't be any issue at all. Eagles did that uh, when they last year, when they played Seattle, and the next week they played the Rams. The um, they stayed in, um, they rented out Los Angeles Angels uh, Stadium, and they practiced in the baseball field. So it's like you could do that. Uh, I don't know why San Diego just. I'm not saying. Why am I saying San Diego? Because that's where they should be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, L.A. Chargers should have stayed yeah. in the East Coast. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah, we're going to move on to the NFC Championship game. Uh, this was a controversial game. Still is. Yeah, it, 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 uh, it's been so controversial that people in New Orleans have been suing. <laughs> I think I, I'm tired of these and, New Orleans fans. and They're salty, so salty about this still. It's like, dude. You guys, all right. I got a lot of well, issues with this game. Yeah, they were they were up thirteen at the end of the first quarter, and they proceeded to score ten points the rest of the game, and including overtime. So it like yeah, sometimes it comes down to like one play, mm-hmm. 
but they had plenty of chances. Well, yeah, well, like they're complaining and they were also about losing fourteen points yeah. to the Eagles the previous week. You up by for first the first couple drives, it's field goal, field goal, touchdown, and you, you're the two field goals were at the like under uh, ten yards and less. So you should punch at least one of uh, one of them in. It should have been at least seventeen nothing. So you let you let the Rams stay in the game, which was your first mistake. They come back, make it close at the begin at, at at the third quarter, and then like you're going back and forth, back and forth. I get it. That call was awful. It should have been a call, but you still had the ball. You still had a field goal. You got the lead. It was about a minute left. You let them drive all the way to get a, kick a field goal. That's the second mistake. Then you get the ball back in overtime. You get the ball first. Andrew Brees throws up a lollipop <laughs> to, uh, you know, I don't know what he's doing. Was he trying to punt? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I mean, they got it around the 50. I think it was like the 46. But if, you, if, if, you, so, if that was like, an incomplete pass, your punt, punter would have drove them farther down. And yep. You, you might have a chance to stop them from kicking a field goal. So, like, three, you know, you have three mistakes, and you're just, you know, focusing on that non-call, which, you know, I understand it's upsetting, but they're still upset about it. Yeah, they will They will probably put in an asterisk around who won the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in New Orleans. <laughs> I saw somewhere, like, you know, 2007, 2018, uh, Almost Super Bowl champs <laughs> because last year they said that if we beat the Minnesota uh, you know, Vikings, we would have uh, beat the shit out of uh, the Eagles. It's like, yeah, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Like, <laughs> yeah, you didn't, and <laughs> you guys are still not a Super Bowl champs. Fact that Drew Brees won a Super Bowl ten years ago, and now they still ride on that. I'm like, dude, if it was anywhere but there, like in Northeast. We would have been on him already. He's like, dude, you've done it in like 2009 or 10. Yeah. And like they, Eli Manning or, you know, Eli Manning won two Super Bowls and he gets, like, if he, if, if he won the Super Bowl in like L.A. or New Orleans, he would have been God forever. Like, he could have done no wrong, basically. But, you know, Drew Brees, I mean, every year since the Super Bowl hasn't done anything and he still is like, you know, walks on water in New Orleans. Yeah. I mean, he puts up monster stats, and what he did say, like, after mm. was, like, really respectful about how, like, they can't just blame it on this one call and they got like, move I think, forward. I think but, Drew Brees was more respectful than Sean Payton, who's a crybaby. <laughs> he's, you know... The whole sidelines for yeah. the next, next, like, ten plays. Yeah, he's all crying. Out. That's probably yeah. why they threw an interception, because yeah, exactly. he wasn't focused on... He wasn't on, focused on the game. He was complaining about that play even afterwards, so mm-hmm. it's like... Yeah, and Peter, he was on the podcast... Um, he mentioned, he's like, this is what they get for um, having a bounty on Brett Favre for all those years back. Yeah, exactly. That got him to the Super Bowl. fact that you guys paid your players to basically kill people, and now you're, you're like, you know, say, oh, we're, we're good people. You know, we're the Drew Brees is a saint and, like, saint saint, and, <laughs> and we're all, you know, sta- you know, citizen, you know, whatever you call like, you know, we make no mistake. Like, dude, you, a couple of years ago, you guys used to, like, put bounty on players. You got suspended for a whole year because of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we can't let, like, it's all, that might be the longest sentence. Yeah, exactly. The person I, can get besides is a lifetime ban. Exactly. You, you guys should have been kicked out of the NFL. Like, the defensive coordinator did, and he finally came back as a Cleveland's uh, defensive coordinator. Of so. course, Cleveland. But we're back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, they have nothing. I mean, um, 
I mean, yeah, Cleveland's Cleveland. They hired their offensive coordinator as their coach now, I see. So we'll see how that goes with him and Mayfield. But, yeah. All right, so we're going to move into Super Bowl 53. We have basically, uh uh-oh, did we just get our first caller on on podcast? God damn it. (laughs) All right, so uh, for Madden predictions... Don't know how much this matters, but EA Sports is ten and five all time. They have the Rams winning yeah, thirty that to twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> do you think any of these simulations actually do anything? People should follow these simulations because <laughs> I don't know. They're interesting to see because they break down every single person. But I feel like if you it, only do it once, it doesn't matter. It's not like a big yeah. I don't, predictor. I, I don't think that Madden prediction means anything. Yeah. I mean, what if a player gets hurt? You know, how are you going to predict that? You know, one of the main or or like a bad call, like yeah. in the Saints game. Exactly. <laughs> How are you gonna? You see, yeah. I saw that Madden replayed that game, Saints and um, and and the Rams, and they made the same play. Um, basically, um, simulated that on Madden, and the referee in Madden called that as interference. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, um, it is funny. I think I think you need like ten thousand simulations that be like an accurate assessment of what could possibly happen in a game because the they're going to make like crazy plays when, in yeah, the Madden, Madden just to do it because they got the graphics for it. Uh-oh. So it is a phone call. Alright. Hey Jeff, you're on uh, our uh, podcast right now with uh, me and Danny B. How's it going, Zahid? How, how's it going, Danny? What's going on, man? It's awesome oh, that you could join the podcast. Thanks for calling. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. So we were talking about um, the NFC Championship game a couple minutes ago. Uh, what's your feeling towards that game uh, and how it went down? I think uh, I think it was a good game overall, marred by uh, poor officiating at the end. <laughs> um, I know that I was you know jumping up and down, even though that I was rooting for the Rams consistently throughout the game because of the way that the Saints uh, trolled the Eagles <laughs> yeah, after uh, the Eagles lost. <clears throat> so I was rooting for the Rams, but... Coming in towards the end of that game, when that when that play happened, mm-hmm. uh, that pass interference that wasn't to be, mm-hmm. you know, I was jumping up and down. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" That pass interference. Uh, but then once you know they didn't call it, yeah, um, yeah, I figured that they were going to kick the field goal and that the the Saints defense had a chance to stop them. And the fact is that the the Saints defense didn't stop them when they had a chance. And they went into overtime, and the Saints won the toss. They had a chance to go down the field then and, and win the game. And uh, you know, Drew Brees threw an interception, and yeah. uh, you know the, the game turned around. And I was actually surprised that uh, Sean McVay went for uh, the long field goal there. I think it what, what was it? Well, it was 57, 57 yarder, I believe. Yeah. And well, the the guy the they game, they call him Legatron. Doesn't get that there, <laughs> and yeah, that pretty much gives the game to the Saints. But uh, sure enough, he kicked it. And, yeah, it went through, and there then the uh, Rams won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. well, that's that's well, my feeling uh, also. Like that, uh, even after that bad call, uh, Saints had numerous chances to win that game, and for them to be still salty about it, it's just like a little bit too much at this point. Yeah, it, it definitely is too much, and the fact that the Saints season ticket holders actually opened up a lawsuit against the NFL <laughs> is just comical. And it, it didn't. I think they, they just settled it yesterday. I think a judge uh, ended up just tossing it out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's bad calls throughout the game. And, of course, that, that call was amplified because of the timing of it. Mm-hmm. And it would have given them a first down. They would have been able to run down the clock and kick field goal with, you know, 
pretty much no time left. But mm. the fact is that there are bad calls throughout the entire game. And yeah. uh, one bad call that, that wasn't called was a face mask on Jared Goff in the, in the possession mm. prior to that, where that would have given the Rams a first and goal rather than, you know, it went to third and goal. They didn't get the touchdown, they, and then and they, they ended up kicking the field goal to tie it. So, I mean, if you if – you, that was a blatant missed call, too. Yeah, and, and yeah you can't – I mean, yeah, it's like throughout the fall of the game, there's going to be bad calls. And, yeah, unfortunately, the one that Saints got was near the end of the game, but it wasn't the last play of the game, you know what I mean, that decided the game. So Yeah, it was just the timing of yeah. it. And, uh, people, the, the officiating has been just poor the, the entire year this year, and it gives uh, it gives fans just something else to, to gripe about. And that saying that this is an illegitimate Super Bowl now, and it's just a little bit too much <laughs> for me. But uh, I was glad that both the NFC and the AFC championship games uh, went into overtime. It was an exciting uh, championship weekend mm-hmm. uh, two weekends ago, and I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl tomorrow. Yeah, we we're just about to break down the Super Bowl. But um, yeah, let's go. I want to talk about those refs. One of them does college basketball, and he was getting signs in the game. I think it was in BYU. They were holding signs up, just heckling him. Wow. That he actually made the <laughs> made the signs get taken out of the of the stadium before he kept refing. Which I just think it's just crazy that they're like being attacked for making a human error. Yeah, it which is, happens. Yeah, and um, one thing that was kind of shady though that all of the refs in that game was from California, Southern California. <laughs> like you gotta like kind of like yeah, it adds a cons- and adds another level of conspiracy. conspiracy to it. But yeah, even then, I'm, I think it's a human error more than anything else. And it is human error, but then there's also human emotion that I think can go into it. Like you're saying that they're you know they're all from Southern California. Who is the decision maker, I mean, I guess yeah. it would be the NFL and Roger Goodell that allows that to happen, but now, when something like that happens, if you have one guy from Arkansas, another guy from Alaska, and mm. a guy from Florida, you know, you're not going to have these conspiracy theories. Yeah. Now, okay, you put together a crew that has all Southern California uh, referees, of course there's going to be... Yeah, you, uh, you want to put yourself in that situation ahead of time, like, mm. alright, you can't have that, and they didn't. Yeah. But, like, from what... That's what the World Cup does well. Like, yeah. <laughs> when they have a big game, they make sure that none of those places have the same ref- the yeah, not from that have country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, in the World Cup, uh, let's face it, yeah, they're a little bit crazier than the NFL. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. So, you know, it might, it might go past the signs. I'm not speculating yeah. what would happen. <laughs> right. uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, the referees, they, they need to they need to be obviously held accountable for uh, you know, not only that call, but the rest of the calls throughout the game and, and the mm-hmm. referees. Uh, and I, part, I, I actually said this before the season because a lot of uh, the referees, the more senior referees, quit before the, this season. I said that this season is going to be marred by bad officiating. And sure enough, it was. And part of that, I think, is because the referees are just sick and tired of being blamed for everything, mm-hmm. especially the, and not really knowing the rules, especially the uh, yeah. There's so the many rules. Yeah. Like last year, I mean, the, the referees had no idea what was a catch and what's not a catch. If the announcers don't know what's a catch, so they're just like are you, throwing their hands up. Like I, you know, I don't know what to do. And then some more of the senior officials. Yeah, I mean, like Hockley left, and like the guy who. Uh, yeah, the P, uh, the guy that refereed the Super Bowl, Yeah, he left too. I mean, there was a lot of old, um, veterans who left, which hurts hurt the yeah, NFL like this year. I, I was probably uh, top on the complaint list of hockey league because I thought he yeah. just loved to see himself with big guns. <laughs> now his that, son's a uh, refereeing apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. No, but yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, 
Yeah, the 58 crews have to... You definitely can't take just a crew that has all the same... Mm-hmm. Uh, that came from all the same place of a team that is playing mm-hmm. uh, in that game. Even, you know, even if they didn't have any anything to deal with it, but just the fact that it does it raises a flag, you know what I mean? Red flag, yeah. So, but and I didn't research this, but I, I did hear someone saying uh, the week after the game that uh, the Saints had lost, I think, the previous eight games with that officiating crew. Or oh wow! Like that. I, I didn't, I didn't actually research it to, to know if that's uh, true or not. But well, then it brought me back to when the Eagles played the Panthers last year with Pete Morelli. Oh and yeah, that was, was the worst. They started a petition yeah. against. Pete Morelli refing Eagles games. It seems like some referees do have just bias against some teams, and it's it's mm. weird to see. And you don't just see it in the NFL. I mean, you see it in, in other uh, yeah NBA you know, other games or, as yeah, well. Yeah, like the NBA. If you're the NBA, they're more mm. biased towards superstars. Um, yeah, you know, the players themselves. Like mm. if you're LeBron James, you're going to get more calls than you know a rookie that's first in the league. But I don't know. I think that. Uh, you know, the officiating is just getting worse and worse in the NFL. And It'd be interesting um, to see what kind of crew they have for um, this Super Bowl tomorrow. Um, I, I wonder if they even let anyone, like NFL is going to announce it or anything like that before the game. I'm sure they will, yeah. right? They already they have to, so be kind of yeah. interesting how they kind of officiate this game and uh, if Brady's going to get the, you know, touch Brady and you're going to be, uh, you know, was it... Um, Roughing the passer call on you guys yeah. on uh, on the Rams or something like that. Yeah, there was a bad call in the AFC Championship yep. game with the roughing the passer on Brady, like where, where he just kind of brushed his face mask a little bit. Yeah, so. they, it's gotten fans really kind of upset about how how ticky tack they're they're calling a lot of these mm-hmm. a lot of these plays. And like but, I said, with LeBron James versus a, a rookie, I mean the same thing with Tom Brady. He's going to get the call more often than not. So yeah. Um, so um, well, I know. So what do you think about the uh, Super Bowl? Um, Dan, Dan uh, we'll start with Dan over here. What do you, what, what are you thinking? Um, well, uh, we're gonna try to break it down a little bit. I think in the first half, um, I think the Patriots go out probably about eighteen. We're saying eighteen to ten. I got I got the Patriots having a nice lead. Saints early start, in the game. Yeah, the Rams coming back, and then the second half. Patriots win by seven. That'll be the biggest win the Patriots ever had because all their games are like within three points. I actually think they yeah, win by seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the, uh, the biggest they lost by was last year. They lost by eight. Yeah. But, I think um, the Giants the Giants lost were like uh, less than a touchdown. You're right about that. Um, yeah. What do you think, Jeff? You know what? It's it's a tough one to call because I think that the Rams have a little bit more talented of a team, um, but. To count out the Patriots is just foolish mm-hmm. at this point. I mean, they've been the what this is their ninth Super Bowl, um, yeah, winning five of them in the last eighteen years or nineteen years. So honestly, it's a, it's a really tough one to call. I think that the the Patriots will win, but only by a couple points. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised to see you know the Rams hang in there and, and have a chance at the end. Yeah, it's kind of it's an interesting matchup because you have you know, the old regime with. Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, they've been there multiple times. Mm-hmm. You can't, can never count those guys out. But then now you have this young 32-year-old Sean McVay savant coach coming in with mm-hmm. uh, you know, a young quarterback in his third year in the league that was kind of written off his first year. And um, I think a big key to the game is going to be, uh, one, Aaron Donald and how he can get through and put pressure on Brady because 
Brady's not as good under pressure, obviously, as was seen in mm-hmm. the two Super Bowls that uh, he lost to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, you know, how Jared Goff uh, you know, does with the pressure because mm-hmm. you know, he's a young quarterback, and, and I think that ha- having played in uh, New Orleans <laughs> that in does a tough help, yeah. Situation, uh, you know, might help, but the the Super Bowl is just a completely different. You know, animal where you know, he's going in. There's this whole spectacle and of, of the Super Bowl and everything that surrounds it. So we'll see how how he uh, reacts to that. And then also, you know, how, is Todd Gurley going to actually play and contribute? Because uh, what did he have five touches in the it, NFC Championship game? He's yeah, sitting off the side. I don't know how. He's speculating that he's hurt, and then it comes out. No, I just you know I wasn't getting it done, and you know so we I just let Anderson uh, take the load. It's like really like you're supposed to be an MVP yeah. quality player. Like how are you only going to have five touches and then just take yourself out of the game? And that was pretty curious to me. I think like I think he is hurt. Game. Yeah. I think he's hurt, hurt, and they're just not telling anyone at this point. Because I mean, there's no reason for him to not get touches over here. But yeah, I do agree. Yeah, yeah and we'll see how, how the uh, the Saints' uh, secondary acquisitions of the off season actually come through at some point this season. Because it seems like you know, they haven't been really playing up to what their potential is. And um, I'll keep we'll see uh, what happens there. Was it Tlaib and Peters? Yeah, they're yeah, uh, a veteran Peters, crew. Uh, he just wants to, like, fight fans. Yeah. So. <laughs> Try to fight an Eagles fan. I remember that on, uh, yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, he, like, went up into the uh, crowd and started jawing at him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And he was, uh, he almost started a, a fight with, I think it was uh, uh, Thomas after the, not Thomas, um, is the, the defensive end for uh, New Orleans. For the Saints. Like, it, it just, like, goes up. It's like, up oh, there's Peters again just yelling <laughs> at someone. No wonder they got rid of him. I mean, he's a good town, but Kansas City, I think, did the right thing by getting rid of him because it's just yeah. too much of a headache. Um, yeah, but at the end of the day, I think that, you know, the Patriots will probably win and everybody's going to be upset. But in my eyes, I, you know, these, it's like seeing, you know, he's, legends play. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really have a stake, and I don't really care who wins this game. I probably care who won the mm-hmm. NFC Championship game more than I care tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to probably eat more than anything else. <laughs> so. Yeah, so what are you going to be doing for the Super Bowl? Oh, no, I'm kind of getting over a cold. I had a cold for the last week, so either I'm going uh, over to some friends' houses or, or maybe just watch it here to try to... Kind of get over it's, this cold once and for all. It's not the same. Uh, it's not the week. same yes. like last year. It's like everyone's like, uh, whatever. It's like I'll yeah, watch no, it. I guess. Just, I don't, you know, yeah. It's not a big. Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy. Last year I was nervous mm-hmm. the whole time, and mm-hmm. this year I'm just like, eh, whatever. I, uh, yeah, I, so I'm, I'm not sure what I'm doing. It's but. crazy. I was listening to uh, other stations uh, this week, and they were saying, "Is has the Super Bowl been less?" Uh, people care about it less nowadays than they did like 10 years ago and like if your team's not playing i would say yes i feel like it's uh, people are talking less and less about it they talk about more about the spectacle around it than yeah. the game itself yeah well i think more people watch it now than what they did in the past yeah i think more people probably watch this game than vote <laughs> yeah for, for the president right. which is just crazy in itself but yeah, the whole thing has got into this huge spe- spectacle. Like they have these huge interviews now. I didn't watch any. I watched like three minutes of the highlights. Saw Gronk dance, and that was enough for me. I just yeah. turned it off immediately. Yeah, they have like kids asking them questions, and it just becomes like this huge lead up into like a three hour event. Yeah. Well, first thing, I don't, I don't like the fact it's two weeks. I'd rather have it back to one week 
uh, and then Super Bowl because mm-hmm. I feel like you lose interest in the two weeks. Like you kind of forget that the Super Bowl is happening if your team's not there. Like last year, I paid attention because the Eagles were playing, so I wanted to see everything that was going on. But this year, I barely in the two weeks after the championship games maybe watched half an hour of NFL coverage. So yeah, yeah I've been just I haven't watched a whole lot of the NFL coverage. I've been worried about my Sixers. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean they beat the Warriors, so I mean. I watched. Uh, yeah, I watched no, that whole I'll get game. Get back into it tomorrow. I'll watch some some pregame. And uh, mm. but to your, your guys' point, I think that everybody will be watching the game tomorrow. Mm. Uh, there's there's not as much hype around this year, mm. at least in, in this area, because um, you know, the Eagles aren't in it, and they were in it last year. But I think the people, mm. yeah, they they're still into it, and they're they're going to watch, and they're going to root against mm. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And, Kind of, I kind of want Brady to win the Super Bowl, to be honest, because that will validate our Super Bowl. It's like we beat a dynasty when they were in the middle of the dynasty, basically. Yeah, like sandwiched in between yeah, exactly. two, two like, Super Bowls. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I mean, I don't, and I don't like Jared Goff. I think he's a, you know, he gets flustered too often. He makes good plays, but I feel like McVay controls the the play like the plays more than. Goff uh, changes in the line. Like I remember, like the game against New Orleans, like he was waiting for McVeigh to give him the signal, and then whatever McVeigh says, he you know that's the play they go through. Where like with Wentz, like I feel like last year at least he had the uh, like Doug let him ch- uh, you know change plays in the middle of you know make an audible or something like that. So I don't think Goff is a number one pick type of quarterback that you know everyone thinks he is. Well, I mean, he's in the Super Bowl. True. Yeah. And last year he had a really good team, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, they lost well, in the first yeah. round. All right. I mean, whether you're getting the plays from your coach and they're working well or if you're actually changing them based on you know, what defensive mm-hmm. scheme you're seeing. Yeah. yeah it's, it's working either way. True. So, um, I mean, I feel like... A uh, coach like McVay, that is, that, you know, he's the, the play-calling genius type guy. I mean, I wouldn't want to really want to take the play calling ability away from the him. That's true. I mean, yeah, you're right. But, I mean, it will be interesting to see what Belichick uh, comes out with the defense, at least. Uh, how do you, like, deal with uh, Goff and Gurley, um, you know. Yeah. So. I'd like to see McVay come out and just start just chucking the ball down the field. Mm. Like, like what the Eagles did almost, early. yeah. You throw, throw deep the Cooks or Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, uh, see where it goes. I feel like, I feel like when you – come out and you play to not lose, that's when you get behind. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. come out and you're just like, all right, this is one game, it's a 50-50 shot, let's throw all the all the, all the the stuff out there. That's, like, that's what Boise State would do. Well, that's one and of the reasons the Eagles won, because, you know, uh, Philly-Philly. Yeah. You know, like, if you didn't yeah. do that, I mean, you need the balls to call those plays because that's one of the few ways you're going to beat the Patriots. You're not going to be conservative and beat the Patriots. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why the Patriots have this dynasty and they can rotate people mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. is because yeah. they have the guts to do crazy plays. Like, even though it didn't work against the uh, Eagles when they had the Brady. when they had Brady go out to catch it. That was they, open, yeah, wide open. They're willing to do stuff like that yeah. all the time. And yeah. you're like, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but same, same with the, the Rams. I mean, the, the whole year they've been doing fake punts. Oh, yeah. The guy, the punter, yeah. like, has, like, 13 uh, attempts. Yeah, third, <laughs> seven completion out of 13 attempts. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But but now, they, yeah, now I, think, I think now, like, everyone knows it, so they kind of are ready for it. Yeah. So they have to do it, like, when people aren't expecting it. Like, when it's yeah. fourth and one, and you're like, oh, they're going to yeah. do it. 
<laughs> or you do it early in the game when people aren't expecting it instead of like yeah. late in the game, you know. So, but yeah, I mean, you. What do you guys think about the halftime show? I think I'm going to shut it down. I don't. I, I hate Maroon Five and uh, Travis Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like the, the halftime show, I've never been like. I've never really cared about the halftime show. I still like the show. commercials, and uh, not anymore. The yeah. last couple of years, I didn't even know what commercial no. has been on. So. Yeah, the last time I cared about a halftime show, I was 15, and I saw Janet Jackson's yeah, movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe. That's, yeah, well, I just actually turned it down because they just don't want to... Have controversy. For one thing, the acoustics are terrible, and they just they don't want to have to go up there and lip sync and mm. yeah. feel the pressure and have everybody like, oh, they didn't have a really good performance like they'd rather just sell out stadiums themselves yeah and but they not have 100 million people watching it yeah but they do sell out they do sell a lot more albums after they do the super bowl they don't get paid regardless for it. of how good or bad pay, they are i think the artists pay super bowl to think, be in the show I think. yeah i think it's wise because their album sales skyrocket yeah. after that yeah and yeah, <laughs> you, you're you, the whole world is watching basically not just the u.s so it's like yeah so it does yeah, really, I just want to see a good game mm-hmm. and uh, could care less about the, the halftime show. Couldn't care less about the halftime show. But yeah, I want to see I want to see a close game and um, yeah, maybe come down to the last possession and mm. we'll don't see. really care who wins. I think it's going to be a blowout, but you know, hopefully it's a close game. Um, you but think, you think the Patriots are going to blow them out? Yeah, I think it'll be a ten. I, my my prediction I uh, I did earlier this week was a thirty eight twenty eight Patriots. Um, so um, I think it's going to be an early lead, and Rams are going to try to come back, but it's going to be too little, too late kind of deal. Yeah, we're saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, man. Um, Jeff, thank you for uh, coming into our show. Um, Thanks for having me. Next, you know, it, hopefully we'll hear from you again and uh, you know uh, listen to our podcast once it's up in a couple days. Sounds good, Zahid. All right. Take care, Danny B. See you, All Jeff. Right, see you, man. All right, bye. Yeah, that was a mock one. We, we could have totally. I <laughs> said <laughs> <laughs> so that was a mock for everyone listening. That was not an actual yeah. caller. I did not put our phone number up on <laughs> yeah, did not. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it should be... Uh, um, yeah, I think the Super Bowl is going to be it's going to be an interesting game. A lot of people are going to watch it, but I think it's going to be the Patriots are going to have the lead from the majority of this game, and the Rams will just be fighting back. It won't be like back and forth like it was in the in the previous. Previous, I mean, Super it's Bowl. going to be almost like the Atlanta first half, I think. But I don't think uh, Rams will be able to come back from. Yeah. Now the Rams do have something going for them. They their defense the last few quarters has been really good mm-hmm. um they gave up almost nothing to the saints That's and they true. had a high-powered offense but, the but saints now they have two weeks off yeah. and now they got to do it again and That's tough, everyone man. knows bill belichick on a bye oh yeah is momentum <laughs> is a big thing when you stop them yeah. like you're on you're on a groove and you're like every week every sunday or saturday you're playing a game and then all of a sudden you don't your your whole routine is thrown off it, it does affect you in certain ways um but yeah like i said bill belichick is with time, he'll figure something out, and especially you think he doesn't. He wants to lose two straight Super Bowls back to back. No, that, and he got lucky. He won the previous. Yeah, exactly. uh, before before the, the Eagles. Eagles. So yeah, he's definitely coming out with the A game, I think. And and you know, like every year, I feel Brady's you know playing well, and he's not going to stop. I think this might be the year where this is his last hurrah. I think I think mm-hmm. next year you'll see the going down slowly. As he's getting older, like 
Father Time's gonna catch up to him at, the, at some yeah. point. Yeah, I think he's gonna get to ten and then probably call it quits because mm. ten's always a great number. Yeah, yeah, like you said, he's probably gonna go down a little bit. It's mm. tough to get there forty straight. Exactly. Years. Yeah. Yeah. So like, he's probably gonna have a down year and then maybe have maybe. like one last hurrah, kind of yeah. like what Peyton did when he went to Denver. Well, Garrett, um, well, actually did it twice. He went to Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and then got blown out. But oh yeah, that was. A bad but yeah, year. I think he's gonna have like a down year and then he's gonna come back up and that will be his last hurrah. But I mean, um, it's also interesting because. Uh, if you look at AFC, pick, big picture of the AFC, you have Mahomes, you have Josh Allen, you have a bunch of young, decent quarterbacks that are coming up right now. So, um, is Brady's going to be able to compete with those teams as he is getting older also? So, you know, 10 is a good number, but, like, it's it's not a guarantee that he's going to make it a 10, 10 Super Bowl either, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, and he did spend a lot of years not making it mm-hmm. or losing that. Losing it, yep. Um, but that being said, the fact that he's been there three straight years mm. at his age is, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, let's officially say Patriots win, because we're both saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Patriots win 31-24. All right. And you said... 38-28. 38-28. All right. So, we both have the Pats. Um... Well, the, I know the line. So this would be the sixth Super Bowl by the Patriots, <laughs> which would tie them for most all with time. Pittsburgh. And Tom Brady would have all six yeah. of them, which is it's insane. I mean, he's already about. broke the record for a single quarterback with five. Um, four is the highest with Montana and Bradshaw. So yeah. You brought up Pittsburgh. Um, did you hear about the news anchor that got fired? I don't know why he got fired. Um, so he posted. No, I know, I know why, <laughs> but I mean, the reasoning is, I think, like, all right, known cheater. Oh, wow. That offensive? Like, whatever. I mean, you know, it's an opinion. It's not, like, a fact. That's why they fired him. And they're like, we're journalists. We, we don't show our bias in it. But if he did it in, like, a comical way, yeah, exactly. then I could be like, all right, you can pass it off exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah. Like, that's what the NFL does with uh, Rob Riggle and yeah, all that exactly, stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. If you do it in a comical way, it's If it's, it's editorial, then that's fine, yeah. But, I mean, I get it. But nowadays, you go you, you go by that journalistic integrity, integrity um, None of this, none of those, uh, any station has, everyone has a side. So I don't know why this guy got fired. I hope he gets hired with someone else. He's great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I only saw the photo. I didn't yeah. see the actual segment. So yeah, I, I don't know what happened or what he said, but. You know, I saw the photo and I laughed and I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> and then he got fired the next day. <laughs> but hey, I mean, Pittsburgh is probably rooting all Rams right now. Any 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 Pittsburgh fan does not want them to uh, tie them with the most Super Bowl right now. Yeah, so um, I wonder, do you think the Patriots started this dynasty beating the Rams in Super Bowl 36? Mm-hmm. Do you think this is the end of the Patriots dynasty? Yep, I think so. I think mm-hmm. it's time. Um, like, like I said, he's going to be 42. Uh, and then it's going to catch up to them at a the, certain point. Like, there's younger teams in that in AFC that it's going to be getting better and better, and it's going to be harder for the Patriots to keep up with them, uh, or they're going to catch up to the Patriots at a certain point. Yeah, it's crazy. He's seen teams come and go in this whole thing. Well, like, I was, <laughs> like um, uh, the Bengals, they mm-hmm. had a, a sweet little sweet little ride, ride and, they, and yeah. then they've they've yeah. gone back down, and he's seen these. Yeah, ebbs and first, flows of these teams. There has been other than the it's like you had the Ravens who were good and now they're like going mm-hmm. downhill. Uh, they're changing quarterbacks and you know he was like before them. Funny thing is like Ravens won right before their Pat uh, Patriots first win, and then like they go through like a downhill, then they get Flacco and they go through like a five year spurt, 
and now they're back to like down, <laughs> but the Patriots still are in the same position. It's crazy how how that works. Yeah, yeah. Like they saw the Eagles go through their five year dominance, went down, and then come back up again. Like two spurts out of the Eagles. Yeah, they get two uh, quarterbacks that are yeah. the future quarterback of the franchise. Yeah, exactly. Franchise quarterbacks, I think, is the term. Yeah, yeah. They got to see him get a franchise quarterback. Then that franchise quarterback retires, and then they get another okay. franchise and quarterback. And still there. <laughs> it's like it's crazy how long term mm-hmm. this dynasty is. Like I, I don't think I ever seen. Like I guess. You know we're we're we weren't born. You know we're in there in the '60s when the Celtics. I can be something that you could compare this to the Celtics in the '60s when yeah. they won nine championships. But ten. there's less teams and stuff. Yeah. And the uh, level of play is not as great as it was. It is now. Mm-hmm. And or like maybe the Yankees in the '30s and the '20s when Babe Ruth and you know Lou Gehrig and all them. Yeah. Like I guess and that would be a compare. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like yeah, you can compare those, but I think like it's all. It's all relative to the times, because now there's more baseball teams, more, uh, and yeah. now you can move around from franchise to franchise. Yeah, so you, you can't keep a player for you know the whole team for ten straight years. You know you can't like the owners had more control back in the day than they have now. Um, but yeah, I mean it, what he's doing is very impressive. Like I don't think after they're done, there will be another dynasty like this, especially in the modern era. It's very hard to keep teams together for that long. Yeah, for how great we said. The uh, Colts were, yeah, and how great Peyton Manning was. It's still nothing to nothing. what Tom Brady has done. One, two Super Bowls. Yeah. Was it two? Yeah, two Super Bowl. They lost to the Saints. They won against Chicago. Yeah. And Peyton went to four Super Bowls. Lost to well, yeah, it was two and two. Two and two. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's nothing compared. I mean, he's probably him and Big Ben are the closest one to Brady. Big Ben won two. Peyton won been, two. Yeah, Big Ben's only been to two though. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's also the thing. Yeah. It's but, like yeah, I mean, it's like I'd put him with Eli. Like you've been to yeah, two, two you've yeah. won two. Oh, and then Eli. Too. We always forget about Eli, but uh, <laughs> he's very forgettable. Yeah, I heard that he's trying to. That he, they might bring him back next year, which is I don't know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but good for the Eagles, though. <laughs> yeah. So um, go back to the game MVP. Who do you think is going to be MVP? Uh, so if I have Patriots winning, I would say Edelman. God damn it, Zahid. Should have gone first. <laughs> I think Edelman is a little sneaky rat who could sneak up from anywhere and then catch a ball. And he has awesome hands on top of that. And he didn't play last year, which helped up the Eagles. He was hurt. So I think he has something to prove this year. Well, I was going to say almost all of that. <laughs> so I'm going to just switch it up and say Gronk. Huh. Just to be different. He did have a big game last us, year. Both had the Patriots and Edelman win. He did. He was a beast. Second half, he and, controlled that whole game. Yeah. And Tom Brady, any year, would be an MVP. Yeah. <laughs> 500 passing yards. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if the, if the <laughs> Pats would have did did. won last year, Tom Brady would have been the MVP for the third time or whatever. Yeah. How many times he was MVP. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, or the or the Eagles had a few more rushing touchdowns. Yeah. He was going to get an losing yeah, effort. Exactly. 500 yards is it's a, ridiculous. I mean... The fact that we still won with the five that we give five <laughs> yards is insane, but yeah, I think Edelman will. And then uh, remember when the Atlanta when he went won against Atlanta, and the the girl he slept with took a picture. like I'm it's like it's, 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 it's like hanging out with the Super Bowl champ, and he's like passed out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like uh, did you know Edelman is really good friends with Guy Fieri, the guy from Di- Diners Diving and uh, Dive. And why are they even... I don't know, but, like, I was watching Inside Axis of the Atlanta Patriots game, 
And at the end, Guy Fieri was like in the field, like hugging out with uh, Edelman. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is such a weird combo? <laughs> guy who doesn't care about his health at all. <laughs> and the guy who cares too much about his health that he got that PED suspension last year. <laughs> That's <laughs> That is freaking awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to move into um, some prop bets mm-hmm. because betting is awesome. That's one of the reasons <laughs> I'll pay attention for the game yeah. more than anything else. The Super Bowl is fantastic. I did bet the um, heads and tails for, I think, the last six Super Bowls. I'm 5-1. and one. Oh, wow. I had a five-game winning streak. So what do you have right now? Uh, I think I, last year I took heads. But the only reason why I lost is because George Bush doesn't know how to toss a Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I flipped out. I was like, what the hell, man? Oh, He's like, you just let it fall off. Your head. <laughs> you were like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Five-game money streak it's going. gone. Cool. Kick as you can, dude. Flip on. <laughs> I say tails. Really? I say heads. But I could be on a five-game losing streak now because so, yeah, exactly. I got the jinx on me thanks to George, <laughs> George Bush. All right, so we're going to do a really some interesting prop bets. There's a uh-huh. Super Bowl party prop sheet we're going to do thanks to Bovada. Nice. And then they have some other crazy interesting ones mm. that uh, I know they do not have on this. All right, mm. so since we mentioned the coin toss, who's getting the coin toss? Um, I say um, Patriots will win and defer, like always. <laughs> yep, I'm also guessing the Pats. All right, so over under... One minute and 47 seconds for Gladys Knight. Who's Gladys Knight? One. She is a singer. <laughs> so I don't know Starting her st- anthem. I don't know her style. Of, I, I think she's from Atlanta, so she's soul probably, or R&B. So she'll pull that baby longer than 147. Usually it's 152, I remember, mm-hmm. if I did it right. Yeah, I'm saying over. Um, there are some other bets out there, like is she going to miss a word and stuff like yeah. that. Um the way I've seen stuff and I've heard, I think she's pretty mm-hmm. on point with that. Yeah. So I think she's not going to mess it up like Christina. Aguilera. No, oh god, that which was that was awful. a sweet bet to do, by the yeah, way, because she screwed it up and yeah, had to that, pay everybody. I know. Like, well, <laughs> well um, some of these prop bets, I wonder. It's like you could basically uh, rig it, like which coach will be mentioned first on TV after kickoff. Well, what what to say? Like the announcers are not betting on these things, and they're like, "Oh, I bet on Bill Belichick. So I'm going to drop Bill Belichick's name first. Or like the producer in the back is like, "Hey, man, I bet like two grand on this. Can you just say Bill Belichick first? So I could like win like ten grand." <laughs> so I don't. Some of them, I think it's rigged. Like the color of the gator. Like someone already knows what the color is going to be. So, like, That's a good point. But if they make multiple colors, you got to make sure they use the they right in the front. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the right five gallon bucket. <laughs> Whoever gives the bucket to the players, you know that little guy who's helping with mm. the water is probably bet on that color. Yeah, you just gotta follow him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like exactly. the camera. Just follow him. Go in the back and yeah, just follow him for a couple weeks. Yeah. Catch, catch, catch him. Yeah, checks. exactly. Yeah. So the first offensive play, runner pass. Uh, if uh, Rams get it, I'll say it's a pass. I'm thinking both teams are going to pass it. Yeah, right off the bat, it's passing league. <laughs> yeah. All right, first penalty uh, against the Rams. What do you? Uh, right. I'm guessing the Patriots. I think they'll be like a first start. I, now, uh, well, how is going to be? How how if you think the Rams will get the ball first? How's the false start going to be the first penalty? Shut up. Against just pointing out I'm things just, that you didn't <laughs> think about. 
I think, <laughs> I think the Rams will get a false start first, and that will be the first penalty. Okay. Here's one. We're going to switch this prop bet up. Yeah. Um, Gladys Knight, I saw this one. Mm. For her time, mm. will there be a score under the amount of time it takes her to sing the anthem? So the first score will play... Any time during the game. So if she goes three minutes, uh-huh. will there be a scoring drive under three minutes? Yes. Or if she goes a minute and a half. So if it's like yeah. one, yeah, I, she will, I mean, they will score under that time. All right. I am also guessing Because this. at the end of the game, it's, or end of the half, someone's trying to uh, have a drive. Is it a touchdown drive or is it uh, any scoring drive? Any scoring drive. drive. Like, at the end of the game. So I guess it could be even interception. Like, okay, yeah. If one minute left and you have the ball in the end of the first half, any score of field goal, that's under. So I think it's going to be under. Mm-hmm. First team to score. Um, Patriots. You say Rams? I will... No. I, I said the Rams aren't going to have the lead the whole game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, the first scoring play will be a touchdown or a field goal. Touchdown. I am saying field goal. Yeah, right. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, yeah, there's so many. Which team will record the first quarterback sack? You want to do that one? Nah. Okay. Uh, color of... <laughs> Adam Levine's Levine, whatever is that? Whatever. See, that's another rigged one. Because <laughs> there would be like a dresser who, like, dude, wear this maroon <laughs> or whatever. Um, will there be a successful two-point conversion? Yes. By any team? Yes. You say no. I say no. Will Tom Brady throw an interception? No. I say yes. You might fumble the ball. Um, will it be a flea flicker? No. Never seen Tom Brady do a flea flicker. Watch him do it now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many rushing yards will Tom Gurley have? That is an interesting thing What's because they the, did not use him at all. Yeah. The over under for that is seventy two and a half. He got, I believe, four carries last game. Under. Unless he's healed from whatever he's healed from. I I think they're going to use him. I think he probably. CJ Anderson's going to get. Where are we going to get? You say over. Yeah, I think he's going to get about 85. Um, 400 yards or more for a QB? I say yes. Both deep. I mean, Rams defense is not that great. I mean, he's, they've been playing well. Like, yeah, look at it. I understand they kept the Saints under certain points, but the Eagles did too. Mm-hmm. So is that the Saints' offense not doing as well anymore, or is it the defense is playing that well? Point. So. Yeah, I think the over for that one as well. Um... <laughs> How many times will Giselle Boonchin be shown on TV during Twice. the broadcast? So you're guessing the over? Yeah. Because it'll be at the yeah. beginning, and then if they win or lose, they're going to show her either pissed off or jumping around. Mm-hmm. So you're so you're going until the whole broadcast is done, and they go to, I guess, whatever is, TV show they're trying to promote. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This year. Oh, okay. God. I'm going to say no, just so I don't. Have all my bets on the Patriots. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll give you a non-Patriots uh, bet. How many times Tony Romo gets a play call correctly before the... That call? is actually a prop bet. Is it? Okay. Yes. And we will get to that. Um, I, I did not listen. So um, I was at a bar watching the Kansas City uh, Patriots game. But, like, from what everyone was saying, like, he was calling out plays even before it happened. I mean, everyone was so impressed about it. Did you, were you listening to him while you were watching the game or no? Uh, I did a little bit, and it's, I, I do like listening to him. He gets really excited for yeah. for the game, which is really cool. Yeah. 
Um, but I wasn't really paying attention too much to yeah. what he was saying. But you know, it's the first Super Bowl he made it as a as as anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone's going to take a knee during the anthem? No. I agree, and if they do, I don't think they're going to show it. Yep. So yeah, I will. <laughs> they're going to do a five-second <laughs> five delay, unless there's fans there like taking pictures and putting on Twitter or Instagram. Huh, longest penalty of the game? That's Interesting. stupid. Um, how many L.A. players will have a reception? We're going to go down. There's so many. This is about like 40 pages. Jeez, which is why I didn't Nevada. Here it is. How many plays will Tony Romo correctly predict ahead of the play? Let's see run. The over-under is seven That's and a half. That's a lot. That how is many because he must predict every single play. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like he like predicts like 30 plays and he gets like seven right. He's like, oh, never mind. That wasn't right. That's why. <laughs> That's law of averages over there. Uh, I, uh, I sit under. I yeah. think since it's magnified now, then he's going to predict less plays. Yeah, I say I say under. I think he does do a lot of predictions at the end when it's a close game. Yeah, yeah. I think he does a lot more because it matters a lot Only more. if Tony could have used that prediction to play when he played. He used that when he played as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Instead of throwing interception, bad timing. <laughs> crawl, crawl in and cry. Um, do you know who Ted Rath is? I don't. Who's that? I don't know, but a guy they think may get mentioned three and a half times. So I'm assuming he may be the owner of the L.A. Rams. All right, maybe. Um, which something interesting I heard about L.A. Yeah. Um, in this article yeah. is if L.A. loses, it's just a regular Monday. Yeah, in no LA. one cares. No one's gonna yeah. care. But if they win, everyone's a fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's not even that. You see them celebrating after they won the Super Bowl at bars. Everyone's like just like doing like golf claps and everything. <laughs> Like, dude, you guys don't care about football at all. <laughs> you don't need two teams in that in that place. Oh man, they got a lot of things about Sean McVay. About how many pictures of him in college? How many times do they talk about his age? You know, he was fifteen uh, when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, <laughs> and McVay actually went to the Super Bowl, which was in Atlanta. <laughs> Crazy, right? Oh yeah. So we're gonna say the jersey number. Of the first touchdown score, is it going to be over or under 26 and a half? I don't know the players' numbers. I say under. Under? Yeah. I am also saying under because I'm assuming that... Receivers are usually... Actually, I'm saying... Teams. Yeah, I'll say under because I'm assuming one of the kickers Cokes may have a in number. The teams. <laughs> um, um, actually, it would be touchdown scores. So that wouldn't matter. But um, I'm going to say under just yeah. because... I mean, unless Gronk score, then it would be 80. 88 or whatever he wears, that yeah. tool bag. <laughs> That's going to win MVP if I am correct. <laughs> uh, time remaining on the clock of the first touchdown. Holy crap, there's so, so many specific. Things. All right, here's some good ones. Well, Don- How many Donald Trump tweets are going to happen on the day of the Super Bowl, a.k.a. tomorrow, tomorrow over under six? Uh, over. He likes tweeting on Sundays. Is that his thing? Yeah. <laughs> Right. I will say over because apparently he likes tweeting on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Inside information right there. Hey, why should we all silent the whole day on Sunday not say anything at work? <laughs> There's like, what will be the price of Bitcoin during the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, here we go. We talked about the color of the liquid. It's oh, too yeah. much to write. Yeah. What would Tony Romo be doing at the start of the 2019 NFL season? Coaching the Cowboys. Coaching the Cowboys. <laughs> Is that listed? Uh, seventeen to one as at least coaching a defensive or an offensive coordinator. Hey, that <laughs> if anyone somewhere. 
If anything, Jerry Jones will hire him because Jerry Jones is an idiot. <laughs> you will get multiple points for getting that right because I am taking just him being a TV analyst. I mean... Writing TV anal. For <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, Tony probably loves being in TV because there's no pressure. So yeah. you're making a shit ton of money. And you know, all you do is commenting on things that doesn't affect you anyways. So. Exactly. So here's some good ones. Since we talked about the college football thing, they went to the, um, the White House during the shutdown and they got fast food. <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah. Supposedly the kids wanted that. Who knows? I don't really care to look it up. I mean, I, I don't I, really give a shit. I think <laughs> like, because like, you know, the reason was like the staff wasn't there, which yeah. I understand. But why not cater from a nice place? <laughs> like This is why. Here's my theory. Because if he did that, I think the left would have been like, look at him in this government shutdown, giving these college kids this high-class meal yeah, that um, we can't do while all these other people aren't getting paychecks. That's true. So yeah. I feel like he was, he was screwed to, anyway. So you just like... And the fast food was the worst option he could have done. Hamburger alert. You see him as the hamburger The only way that would have been correct is if the kids took a survey and no. they all said, we want fast food. You know, you know what I highly been doubt best? they would have said. You know what would have been best? <laughs> you should have had a bunch of girls in the front of the White House and grown up himself. <laughs> <laughs> like a cookout. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> so knowing that he's served fast food in the past, yeah. does he do it again to the people it's that win the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? No, because I don't think the government will shut down by the time the NFL people shows up. Yeah, and I think if the Patriots go, uh, it's going to be any other food. Yeah, exactly. And the Patriots will most likely win, so you're guessing the same. Yeah, same, yep. All right, who will score more points, the kicker for the Rams or the kicker for the Patriots? Uh, is this including extra points? Yes, this um, is including all points. I say the kicker for the Patriots. I am doing the same. All right, and then there's a whole bunch of penalty wins we talked about. Mm. All right, here we go. So, Edelman, who's going to win your MVP? Yep. Who you stole from me? No, um, I mean, who's, really he gonna, who's he going to mention first in his speech? Uh, he's going to mention Tom Brady. Well, as if it is Tom Brady, does Tom Brady mention himself? <laughs> yeah, himself. <laughs> uh, I'll expect myself <laughs> for the hands. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm guessing his teammates, and then I think after teammates, they'll probably mention God. Um, no, he's not a God fearing person. Uh, Gronkowski, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wild card over there. <laughs> you probably talk about drinking a beer or something. <laughs> well, they show Kent State, Miami, Ohio highlights. I guess that is for Edelman. Okay, Kent State is Edelman's uh, alma mater. Well, Mark Wahlberg attend the game. Who cares about Mark Wahlberg? You know, last time he uh, went and he left early because like of last son, year um, when they played the Falcons. And his son was sick, so they left early. And he was like, hey, man, like I'm an adult now. I got kids. I got to go. miss the greatest game I was ever watching <laughs> leave early. Anything, he should have been at uh, last year's game because he played an Eagle and Invincible, and he's a Patriots fan. I know he did a shout-out on Twitter. For um, the Eagles? I think, yeah. He was like, happy that they won. Well, he, he, he's done a bunch of movies in Philly. Like, he did Invincible. He did uh, The Happening. So he has yeah. a good, good amount of Philly ties. Yeah, I think he attends the game. Do you? Yeah. All right. Um, well, a fan went onto the field. Why? No. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they do, they're going to show it, so it's not going to matter. Yeah. 
All right. So since we've been talking all year about replays, mm. uh, will a touchdown be overturned by replay? No. I am guessing the same. It's too much at stake for the referee to just mm. turn over a touchdown. <laughs> like, like last year when Corey Clement moved that ball a little bit. Like, imagine that got called back. Eagles, Eagles country would have been in. <laughs> <laughs> Philly would have been flames. <laughs> all right, and then they say, yeah, say even more penalties. Will it be offsetting? Oh, jeez. Cross sport. What too... will be higher? Total goals in the NHL on that day? Or... <laughs> Rushing attempts. Oh, what was the NHL goal one? Three. So there must be one game. Calgary Flames. Oh, that game. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I saw that uh, Edmonton, is that Montreal. total score of the game be more than James Harden scores on Sunday. I remember those back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Because that's a that lot. Across, that across, like, sports, basically. Yeah. yeah. And you could do these about everything. Puppy Bowl 15. This oh. is a, almost a great way to end yeah. the podcast. Because um, you won't see us on now. <laughs> Puppy Bowl, age of MVP, 17 and a half weeks. Uh, under. <laughs> I will guess over because I have no idea the yeah, age, age of those. Of, I'm guessing yeah. it's around 17. <laughs> I guess so. That's what, like uh, four months? Four, yeah. four months in change. All right, who are you taking, Team Rough or Team Puff? Uh, puff, I don't know. <laughs> I'm taking Rough. <laughs> we got one. Line left, maybe two. Oh god! Oh, Mike tweet. Well, Mike Vic tweet about the puppy bowl. That is <laughs> They're all awful. wrong. That is awful, and you can't even click no. Like, <laughs> yes. Click it's only yes. You only win money if he does. All right, and then the final one for the puppy bowl: mixed breed or pure breed? Uh, pure breed. I'm guessing pure as well. It's always Labrador Retriever ones. It's. <laughs> I have never watched it, so I couldn't even tell what you. What is it? Is it during the game? Yeah, I think it is. Halftime? I think it is in the beginning okay. of the game or before Half-time. the game. I could not tell you because yeah. I do not watch Animal Planet or whatever it's on. Dog Network or yeah. whatever the hell it's on. I mean, I'm sure uh, there'll be a big part of the country who will watch the Puppy Bowl probably because since they've, they've been doing it for like the last 20 years, it's pretty big, I guess. Yeah, Super Bowl or Puppy Bowl 15 is what it's 15. at. So 15, it's 15 years. years. Yeah, there you go. I wonder any. I wonder if there's any been any uh, Puppy Bowl dynasty teams. <laughs> That's <laughs> one year is done. Yeah. Six, if they're 17 and a half yeah. weeks, yeah, yeah, one year they're, yeah, they're done. <laughs> Puppy Bowl is as long as Brady winning Super Bowls. <laughs> no yeah, That's crazy. Any other crazy bets you can think of? Mm, no, the um, James Harden one was the only other one that I. Uh, um, thought about but uh, yeah I mean right, so we're going to start wrapping this podcast up mm-hmm. um, so the next time we do an NFL podcast will be next year after everyone's been drafted yep. we're going to do an Eagle special edition in between somewhere yeah we uh, do the year in review and what's coming up also yep um, so the Cardinals have the first pick in the draft oh god they, they're the I, the way they deal with the coaching situation this year kind of baffles me. Like, how do you fire a coach after one year? Like, and now you hire, like, a third, like, that Texan, is, did they hire the Texas A&M guy? Who's, like, has a losing record? Uh, Cliff King, Kingsby, yeah, yeah, or right? Kingsby. Yeah, Kingsby or whatever. Yeah, they hired him. Yeah, like, what, like, what are you guys doing? Uh, like, because he, he ran into Sean McVay at the airport. That's his connection. I don't know. I like, <laughs> like, did you hear? I forget who said that. Um, it was someone, I think, with the uh, Ravens. They're like, hey, my 
my my uh, son is friends with Sean McVay or said hi to him <laughs> once. Can you get hired in the NFL? And that's immediately, what doing. Like, oh, you know Sean McVay? <laughs> like, no, he just ran into him once. <laughs> like, I could yeah. say, like, yeah, like uh, I hang out with Mike Tyson all the time. It's like I just saw him, <laughs> his car <laughs> drive by. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I listened to him on a podcast the other day, Mike Tyson, and he's getting into weed farming. Really? So he's got a Tyson ranch coming out. Wow. In three years. That's lucrative. Uh, yeah, so whoever listens to this podcast, and including myself, I'm definitely going to try to get some stock because who doesn't like <laughs> yeah, Mike Tyson? Look, 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 so it's like going to merely shut up. <laughs> yeah, except that he's, he's crazy and he might just something new stupid for that company that we got the stock off. <laughs> like, hopefully, he's not running that thing. He's just an investor over there. I couldn't tell you, but according to the podcast, he mm-hmm. smokes weed all the time. <laughs> he probably has with all the head hits that he has. That's probably like calms him down. But yeah, like uh, with the Arizona Cardinal, I mean, Josh Allen, uh, rusher from Kentucky, is projected to be number one. Not Don't know much about Louisville from last year. Do you? Have you seen um, them play? They had their moments and then they faded. Yeah. So I, just because I want to be different, I will take Bosa. Bosa is supposed to be, could be number one pick. He's a tackle. Uh, Arizona right now, I mean, though, like, would you trade down and get more picks? Because you need offensive players also. Like, your defense is decent, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're a little mad because right now they can't get Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> they would, who everyone would well, take Well, they already right drafted Rosen. And they don't, yeah, that is true. So, would you want yeah. Like, they screwed up with the coaching. Maybe they'll screw up with the quarterback, uh, too, where they just pick someone for one year and then let him go. I mean, Josh Rosen didn't. I didn't watch too many Atlanta Falcons games, but any highlights did not impress me as a rookie. But then again, no, there's very few who could impress. Um, San Fran uh, slated to Nick Bosa, but uh, I think I'll go with that too. I think San Fran uh, with uh, Garoppolo coming back and their offense is pretty decent. They need to bolster up their uh, defense. Yeah. Who's uh, Oakland pick a kicker? <laughs> well, how many picks do they have this year? Two, uh, two, uh, uh, they got a ton because they traded every. Mari Cooper. So you got the Dallas pick, um, and then they got picks for Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. So you have three, three yeah. first round picks yeah. this year, and they also sucked. Um, so they do get a few smart picks. Yeah. So, um, but that being said, they can only move up basically from what they did last yeah. year. So this draft stock doesn't mean that they're going to no. be a, a good team by any means. No, they're not. So. Yeah, they get the 24th, Fourth. which they can, you're welcome, because <laughs> the Eagles beat Chicago, Yeah, which made them get the 24th. If they didn't, they'd be a little bit higher. 25 or 26 <laughs> Colts. Yeah, but who knows what Chicago could have done if they did What's Dallas? I think Dallas was higher than us, because so, they lost uh, worse than yeah. we did in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, and Oakland has a 27th. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's right. And the Packers have New Orleans and... Yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, uh, I have not uh, really studied the players yet, but um, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see who gets drafted this year and who the Eagles pick. I mean, the Eagles especially need a lot of players um, to fill in. A lot of players are getting older. A lot of players are not going to players are not going to be signed. So yeah, when we talk about it after the draft, see, uh, we have to evaluate how their draft went. Yeah, and um, yeah, just signing off the podcast. Um, Thanks for joining Super Bowl 53 preview. Enjoy the game tomorrow. No matter who wins, hopefully it's a good game. Yep. And um, if you do want to... 
join the podcast, you can always email info at thepodcastoneverything.com. That is the website, thepodcastoneverything.com. We have it, uh, the podcast, on all types of platforms. We are approved by Spotify, but we're not on there yet because I think Spotify just takes takes a while to, weeks get, to get to go through it. Yeah, to go through the process um, from what I was looking online. We'll but be, we're all approved to be on it. Um, once we get our intro music, we're going to expand even more. We'll be on Facebook, Instagram. You'll see us more and more. Um, you know, enjoy the first year of the NFL podcast. But, you know, it's a podcast about everything, so you'll hear a lot of forums coming soon. Yeah, I got a few interviews lined up. Some interesting ones. Uh, someone I talked to wants to do an Oscars preview. Wow, you have no idea what's going on in that one. Then, no. then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to have him come on. I'm just going to talk about 1975 Oscars. <laughs> 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 like, what are you? Like, this is the this podcast, is the podcast we're... <laughs> we're talking about, not the recent one. Curveball. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> it's like, what do you think about one flew of the cuckoo's nest? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I want to do some conspiracy ones coming up as well. Uh, um, yeah, I ran into Bernard Hopkins. So I want to get. I would love to get him on the podcast. I think he, uh, he was at, uh, he was actually in the he rung the bell in the new Sixers uh, G League team in Wilmington. Did you hear about that? I didn't. So it's the Sixers G League team is in uh, Wilmington now, and they're called Delaware Bluecoats, and they build a stadium in downtown Wilmington, like six thousand people stadium. It's pretty nice. Um, <laughs> I got we got to check it out at some point, uh, a game or two. It's like twenty bucks a game, so. And you're watching semi-NBA players for that. Moment. Yeah, which could be like the future, like Zion Williamson's exactly. number one picks. Exactly. If yeah. all... Uh, if G League approves <laughs> of, uh, you know, high schoolers to play immediately. Yeah. So, um, once again, thank you for listening to the NFL podcasts. There was a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, we were pretty accurate. Zahid got the most playoff predictions I right. I play conservative. That's why I got it. <laughs> Yeah, I, tried, I went risky one time with Seattle, <laughs> and, and it just screwed back. everything up. Well, no, uh, you, who was your team all year long? The Panthers? Uh, <laughs> so that backfired pretty bad. That did, but, I mean, you also picked the Steelers. But I did say the Patriots, like, all season I had long, the were go to the Super Bowl. The Vikings had a better shot of going to the playoffs <laughs> than the Panthers. <laughs> and they both found a way to blow it. <laughs> and now we just jumped on the Patriots bandwagon. <laughs> they're going to blow it, probably. But, yeah, it yeah. should be a good, good game. Um I'll be watching it no matter what I bitch and complain about I'll still watch it <laughs> yeah I agree I'll be watching it probably the whole time if it's a blowout I'll probably do things and tune in occasionally mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I'll wear I think there should be a petition to have the Super Bowl on Saturday I was going to say that during uh, Jeff and uh, all our phone call yeah. when you when you were bitching about how it's like two weeks I was like maybe yeah. if we put it on a Saturday but I'm just hoping that um the president or whoever, Congress, mm-hmm. makes it all a holiday, so then the next day Monday. we don't have one. <laughs> yeah, right? They know that will never happen. We could barely get any holidays other than, like, the core five. <laughs> you really think they're going to make a major holiday after Super Bowl? Nope, not happening. I know. It would be awesome, though. It would be. Uh, yeah. They should just move Martin Luther King Day the day after Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yes. It's like, oh, it's, uh, you know... It'll work out, but, you know, we'll never get that, so. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm all for it on Saturday because when the Eagles won, I, I did was, not want to go on the work the next rough. day. It was very rough And for me I was work. letting them know that, yeah. and they refused to be like, oh, it's not that big. I'm like, no, we're around the Philadelphia area. It's huge. huge. Yeah. 
you need to like because oh, you guys were going to yeah we're gonna go to yeah. yeah we're going to a place thirty minutes outside of outside of Philadelphia. I'm like um, a lot of people get drunk. Uh, a lot of people want to call out. Uh, Do not be shocked. Yeah, closed. the schools are gonna be closed. I'm like, there's too many things that are gonna happen. Win or lose. Oh yeah, we'll be fine. And then yeah, and then I get like a, a text at like five o'clock in the morning. Yo, you don't have to worry about it. I know. That's like I told you. I was going to show up anyway. <laughs> I know. But because you guys wouldn't let me take off, I had this. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully it'll get moved to a Saturday so none of that ever becomes an issue. Yeah, or they just make Martin Luther King. On Monday. Yeah, I know. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining the podcast. I got a UNC Louisville game to catch. The last time I did a podcast, which is coming out after this, I was at a pen show with uh, a guy named Daniel. And I was talking about watching the UNC Louisville game and then got spanked. So hopefully this is uh, our complete reverse. reverse. Everything's reverse. <laughs> and it's not a jinx every time I'm on the podcast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they, they, uh, they get spanked by Louisville. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so just transitioning there to uh, the next episode, which will be about pens. And then we went, we got stuck in New Jersey, and we did a 20-minute podcast in New Jersey driving. On the road? On the road. Um, I'm trying to fix the audio in it because moving the mic back and forth. Okay. We couldn't. We couldn't uh, figure outside, out. Uh, yeah, outside we, noises too. A lot of outside and noises, and yeah. he's got a he's got a lemon of a car. Oh, so, and also, New Jersey might just suck with yeah, <laughs> suck everything with, with, yeah. with sound. Yeah. But it was a 20 minute making fun of New Jersey podcast. Hopefully, wow. we'll get that out. I thought there, it was so. a pen and pencil or whatever. <laughs> no, it's just. Uh, just like, hey, like, we're stuck in New Jersey. Let's kill time as we drive. As we drive. And then UNC <laughs> lost afterwards. Yeah, but... Uh, the fact that you went to a pen pencil show is pretty pathetic, but that's so, another area. Well, it's very interesting, and I had to go to see what the hype was about. And no, it's not any <laughs> hype. I think it's just Daniel makes it <laughs> It's crazy. People are bringing their sons and daughters and trying to get them into pens. Mm, um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting things. I held almost a $5,000 pen. You bought it? No, I hold on to it. Uh, did you I, take it I, home I with you? Slide it into your pocket. No. I think next time I'm going to try to haggle. Like I give you a two hundred. <laughs> like we're not in the ballpark. Four hundred. You give, play a tough bargain. This is like three hundred. It's like a big pen. Pen. I'll give you five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, can I trade this pen for your pen? But uh, it's like a <laughs> TD Bank pen that you got from the tailor. <laughs> yeah, it is. He's like they're feuding his like authenticity. He's like, oh, this is not. From 1925. This is. <laughs> I, I saw this yesterday at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, it is an interesting thing. It happened in Philadelphia. A lot of people showed up, and there was one place that you got like the the token hot lady. You know, like, oh, like yeah. the jewelry store and stuff yeah, to yeah. flirt with you and make yeah. you spend stuff. And her pens were like seven or eight hundred bucks. And I was like, I'm gonna walk away from this. Yeah. <laughs> did Dan, did he yeah. buy anything? Um, we're going to save that for the podcast. Ah. I don't want to ruin that podcast. Oh, <laughs> I think you made fun of New Jersey. You also talked about Penn. <laughs> yeah, we did two podcasts. Oh, we'll okay. have one on Penn's and we've got, we got to finish recapping because uh, we also had some audio issues oh, God. with that. But there is another one in Baltimore if you want to do live yeah. interviews oh. with that, which I definitely want to do. Kind of do like a Jeff, a Jeff Ross roast. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> like so, when you got into pens, did your did the level of sexual activity <laughs> with others go up or down? 
salsa down. <laughs> Do not mention that on your date that you like pens. <laughs> That's something I don't think I would bring up until she's like, I need a pen. And then you bust out I a pen. I bust out a really like, oh, nice this pen. This is amazing And pen. then just talk, start talking about it. Yeah. But not too in yeah. depth, though, because you don't want to bore her about it. Yeah. If she doesn't notice that the pen is not like a fancy pen, I hope, never bring up pens until like... I hope his penmanship <laughs> is actually decent. If he, if he likes all these pens and his handwriting sucks, that would defeat the purpose <laughs> of everything. <laughs> He has scribble, chicken scratch as his handwriting, but he's using these all these nice pens. Yeah, but um, yeah, we're about an hour and a half. I think that's a good time. Yeah. So let's end the podcast here. Thank you, Zahid, for joining us for all the NFL ones. It was a great and, time, great season. Uh, hopefully, you know another good season coming up soon. Yeah, hopefully, um, and hopefully the Eagles will be back in the Super Bowl, and it'll be an amazing event. If not, we'll have to be talking about two other teams that we care. I think I'm going to put some future <laughs> bets on the Eagles going to the Super Bowl next year. That's what my thinking is. So we'll see. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining again, and thanks for listening.